Unable to get any evidence which would help to clear up the mysterious death of Quackenbush, Jimmy Allen and Steve Robertson returned to Cleveland to attend the official inquest. Steve discusses the case with Mr. Haley, government operative, who feels that Jimmy is placed in a critical position because of lack of evidence. The inquest opens, and Steve makes a stirring plea on behalf of his great friend, thanking his fine reputation and honorable record. The coroner agrees that the young pilot's record speaks for itself and brings out the fact that no motive has been established as evidence that Jimmy committed the crime. He is about to render an open verdict, which will automatically clear the youngster, when a man arises in the courtroom and makes the startling announcement that Quackenbush was robbed and murdered by Jimmy Allen, and that he can prove it. Quiet, please. Quiet! We'll have to have order here. Jimmy, we've heard that voice anywhere. I know it. Am I to understand that you wish to present some new evidence that has a bearing on this case? I mean just what I said. Quackenbush was a good friend of mine, and he was robbed, I tell you. Robbed and knocked off for his money. And the only guy who could have done it is the pilot who brought him here. The guy who was in the ship with him. Please, fire, please. You have to have order in here, or I'll ask all the spectators to leave. My friend was murdered for his dough, and I want to see justice done. The guy that knocked him off is this here pilot, Jimmy Allen. That's a lie. A deliberate lie. Oh, here, here, here. Take it easy, Robinson. All right, my good man. We'll qualify you as a witness and listen to your evidence. Okay, I got plenty to tell. When I get through, you'll know who done this job and why he knocked him off. Smith, I know now. I remember. She's a quiet, quiet. Your name, please? Dawson. Daniel Dawson. Where's your home, Mr. Dawson? I, uh, I live in Australia. In Australia, eh? Yeah, that's right. Tell us what you know about this case. About six months ago, I met this fellow Quackenbush in Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. He was over there looking for some mining property. That's right, boys. In my investigation of Quackenbush, I learned that he had just returned from Australia. I had some interest in a mine in New South Wales. Quackenbush come to me and he wanted to buy an interest in it. I see. All right, go ahead with your story. Well, after a little dickering around, I agreed to sell him a share in the mine. We made a deal and I turned over to him stock worth over $20,000. This was in Australia, was it? No, 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 no. We made the deal in Australia, right there in Melbourne, but... I delivered the stock to him just a few days ago in Los Angeles. In California, eh? 
Well, how does all that have a bearing on this case, Mr. Dawson? I'm coming to that. The day Quackenbush leaves Los Angeles, I go out to the flying field with him. He gets aboard one of these National Airways ships, and the last thing he says to me is that he has the mining stock in his traveling bag. I tell him to be careful, or it's worth a lot of dough, see? But he says there ain't nothing to worry about. We shake hands, and the crate takes off. Well, please get to the point, Mr. Dawson. I'm getting to it right now. The next thing I know is my friend is croaked. They searched his bags and the stock is missing. Mm. Now, Mr. Haley, you made a search of a dead man's effect. Did you find any securities of the type described by Mr. Dawson? There were no securities of any kind found in his traveling bag. What do you think happened to these stocks, Mr. Dawson? I ain't going to be satisfied till the pilot of that ship is searched and any baggage he had with him is searched. Oh, that's utterly ridiculous. That's okay with me. My traveling bag hasn't been touched since I put it in the ship at Kansas City. And so far as I know, it's still there. Call his bluff. I demand it to be searched. He's the guy that knocked off my friend and he done it to steal them stocks. So of all the blaze and out and out lies. Quiet, gentlemen. Mr. Haley, will you bring Jimmy Allen's traveling bag into the inquest? We'll have a brief adjournment until you return. Yes, sir, I'll be back with it in a few minutes. Speed. I know who he is. Oh, the man's crazy. But Jim, we've heard that voice somewhere. I'll tell you. Right here, wait. Let's get into the ante room until Haley gets back. All right. Yeah, that's better. Listen, Steve. I never could forget that voice. It's the voice of the pilot who threw the amphibian. The man Black Pete called the digger. Jumping catfish, you're right, kid. The digger. So when I racked my brain trying to recall where I'd heard it. And he's about the same size. Yeah, yeah, I know. But we never did get a good look at his face. No, we didn't. He's wearing helmet and goggles. But I'm sure he's the same man. I never could mistake that voice. Yeah, but I think object in coming here was such a wild story. Oh, the man's plumb crazy. Oh, sure he is. Listen, let's have Haley arrested. And then we can run down... No, 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 wait, wait. Wait just a minute. Let's not get excited and make any stupid moves. He'd naturally deny the charge. And we couldn't prove it. Let's just sit tight and see what his next move is. Tip Haley off what we think, and then we can have him shattered. He's bound to meet up with Black Pete sooner or later, and then Come. it'll be... Before, haven't we, Digger? What do you mean, Digger? Oh, oh you got me placed with somebody else. What do you take us for? A couple of fools? What are you up to, anyway? Now, listen to me, boys. We can do some trading, but we got to do it quick. You're in a bad fix, Alan, and I'm the only guy that can get you out of it. Don't be silly. That story you told in there is wilder than a March Hare. What, uh, what is this trade you're talking about? Hmm, this guy's got some sense. Here's what I'll do. You guys know where Ezra Whitcomb is. Slip me the dope and I'll withdraw my charges against Alan. <laughs> now I know you're crazy. You know about Ezra Whitcomb and yet you say you're not the digger. I'm Daniel Dawson and I can prove it. Now you guys ain't got a thing on me. You or nobody else. Are we going to make this trade? Remember, Alan, you're staring a murder charge right in the face. I've known guys to get behind them bars and go crazy. Why, you fool, Dawson. Do you believe that... Hold it, Jim. Hold it. Right here, Dawson. Why do you want to find Whitcomb? Never mind that. Come on, think fast. You tell me where I can find Whitcomb, and I'll get the kid out of this crack again. Not a chance, Dawson. No one believes that cock and bull story about the mining stock. Your bluff doesn't work. Oh, you think not, eh? Look at here, wise guy. That G-man is bringing your bag into the courtroom. 
He's going to pull out of it a lot of mind stuff. And if you don't think so, you're crazy. Dawson, I don't want to even talk to you. Give me the witness address or you'll swing, I'm telling you. You rotten cook. Get out of here before I lose my temper. Oh, uh, you won't do business, eh? No. We won't do business. And let me tell you something. Before we're through with this, you and your pal Black Pete are going to wish you'd never heard the name of Jimmy Allen. Okay, you mug. Now you'll get the work. <laughs> that rotten cook. And I'm afraid of him. Afraid we'll him. Oh, but Steve. Oh, saw you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. But we're not dealing with fight men. Dawson, Black Peter, a couple of rats. All right. Come on, boys. Get back in here. All right, Mr. Haley. I don't like the look of this, Jim. Get ready for most anything. Gentlemen, we will now continue with the inquest. Mr. Haley, I believe you have the traveling bag. Yes, sir, I do. Mr. Allen, is this your traveling bag? Yes, sir, it is. Where did you find the bag, Mr. Haley? Under the front seat of the airplane which Jimmy Allen flew from Kansas City to Cleveland, and in which Crack and Bush was found murdered. Tell us what you found in the bag. The usual articles any man would take and make him a short trip. Because any man would take and make him a short trip. Because any man would take and make him a short trip. Anything else? Yes, sir. A block of shares in a mining company. What did I tell you? There's the guy who murdered in that gun, Jimmy Allen. It's a frame-up. I never saw it. Steady, Kim. Steady, steady. Oh, of course it's a frame-up. Order, Just order, please. I can see what develops. I, I'll have to insist on absolute quiet. Now then, Mr. Dawson, can you prove that you sold these shares to the deceased, Mr. Quackenbush? Absolutely. I got a receipt for it right here, signed by Quackenbush himself. Uh, let's see it. Uh, here, Mr. Haley, you see the specimens of a dead man's handwriting. Did you say this is his signature? They don't really believe that I actually said I did the type. This signature is similar to some specimens I had of those made by Quackenbush. However, I'm no handwriting expert. And I'd want our department to authenticate the signature before making a statement. There ain't no question about it. I sold those stocks to Quackenbush, and this guy Allen got wise to it. And when they was flying up here, he knocked him off. I'd like to ask a question, if I may. Go ahead, Mr. Robertson. You say you gave these stocks to Mr. Quackenbush in Los Angeles. Is that right, Mr. Dawson? Why, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll say it is. And you were out on the airport with Quackenbush just before he took off for Kansas City? Sure I was. How did you get to Cleveland, Mr. Dawson? Why, uh, I was coming east and I, uh, I flew here. That's how I got here. Oh, well, you flew here, eh? Do you have your own ship? Say, what's the idea? You ain't running this inquest. Answer the question, Mr. Dawson. I, I came on United. That's how I got here. That's all I want to know. May I ask the purpose of your questions, Mr. Robinson? Certainly. If Dawson was in California when Quackenbush left, the only way he could reach here in time for the inquest, he could reach here in time for the inquest, is by airplane. Mr. Allen, do you know anything about these mining stocks found in your bag? No, sir. I never saw or heard of them until a few minutes ago. I'll take a note that those stocks were not in my bag when I landed here in Cleveland. Gentlemen, this is very damaging evidence. It is not within my power to render any decisions or express any opinion. But in view of the evidence just produced by Mr. Dawson, I am forced to recommend that Jimmy Allen, a pilot for National Airways, be held for the grand jury under an indictment in connection with a murder Just of... a minute, please. Before you make your recommendation, I should like to introduce another witness. Nothing doing. It's a stall, a big stall. I said that Jimmy Allen is a murderer and he ought to be behind the bar. Order! I'm conducting this inquest. Head down, Mr. Dawson. Continue, Mr. Robinson. Before this inquest is closed, I'd like to introduce another witness. A man who has an amazing piece of evidence. Jimmy Allen finds himself trapped by the unscrupulous Dawson. 
Who is the new witness, and what surprising bit of evidence will he introduce? Follow this mystery in Jimmy Allen's next Air Adventure. has come to you through the facilities of the world broadcasting system.